it's about to go down in a minute let me touch down i'ma get it cause i i i been waiting all night it's game time it's game time on espn central texas here's tom barfield ward whites and gary ross all right, welcome into the program. This is game time. Welcome to Monday, Tom Ward Garrett. We're glad you're with us as we uh, kick off a brand new day and a brand new week. Glad to have you with us. Let's uh, let's check in, Ward. How are we? Outstanding, Garrett. I'm good. All right, gentlemen. What was the biggest sports story of the weekend? What could it be? Hmm. NFL that draft, one. definitely draft. Are we sure it was the NFL draft? Positive. Has to be. NFL rules all. It, it wasn't the Rangers no. winning a series over winning a series no. award over the world no. champion Atlanta Braves. No. As you have kicked the Rangers to the curb, they won a series over the world champion Atlanta Braves. Big deal. <laughs> I mean, and they're smoking hot. They winners of two in a row. They lost yesterday, by the way. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did, didn't they? No, they won I didn't watch seven. It. To, I don't know. They won seven to three to win oh. the series. Adolis Garcia had a big triple. Mm. I mean, this is a team that took two out of three from the world champion Atlanta Braves. Okay, was Atlanta fully healthy? No. Yeah, yeah, they're they're Couldn't happy and healthy and fat mm-hmm. and sassy. Couldn't have been. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome into the program. We're glad you're with us. Uh well, what what did we think of the NFL draft? Uh, interesting. All the reports that I have seen had the Cowboys pretty average. They were. So, well, I mean, does that surprise you? No, I, I mean they've been when, average for thirty years. Yeah, well, the, the letter grade was a C, and, and the guy that you both you and I kind of liked, Smith from Tulsa. But, boy, he's getting some uh, interesting reviews saying he's got skills, but they got to be refined, and and it was a reach for a first-round pick. It was. That he, you know. But if, you're, if you desperately need a position, and that's the best guy on the board left. That's when you grab somebody else and you pick him up in the second or third round. But what if he's not there? Then you what do you do? find somebody who's. But you have to have a tackle. And they had to have a tackle. I don't know. Not in that position, man. I would have took somebody else. There were, and I know there was there was there was a couple of D linemen that were still on the board that were ranked higher than than he was. But they they, I don't know. I mean, if I'm sitting there and going, okay, that spot's open. I got to fill that spot. I don't like going best spot. Uh, uh, Feeling a spot. I like going best player available. So, but I do understand the need for offensive line. Well, and, and that's the thing. I mean, didn't everybody, including us, scream, they got to go O line, they got to go O line, they got to go. Everybody would have had a cow if they wouldn't have picked an offensive lineman because they desperately need O line, right? No, I, I think it depends I, I don't on who you I, got. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's exactly right. I I think it depends. And look, I'm glad they bolstered the offensive line. But if there's a better player available, I wouldn't have been disappointed with that either. But I I'm I'm okay with the pick because they need offensive line. I think there's a big upside to him. 
Uh, I think he's a plug-and-play. I think the offensive line is so bad is the reason I don't have a problem with it. The offensive line is horrendous right now for the Cowboys. I'm always concerned with players who are like a, a work in progress or something. I feel like that's a, 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 a Band-Aid to say this guy's bad, but we'll try to make it work. I don't think he's bad. I, the, the work in progress for him is his mind get, getting him to stop the penalties. His footwork is great. His his ability is is good. Um, I I don't know. His footwork is great. His footwork is good. Um, and, and he's strong and he's pretty quick uh, out of the stance. But he can't have nineteen penalties next year. And as a that makes me wonder. So as a former coach, how do you handle a situation like that where you have a player who is consistently and 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 finding themselves getting behind the chains and penalties? How do you reassure that and clean that up? Well, I there there's a lot of different ways that you can try to do it. Some guys just can't help themselves, um, and, and so that's that's a problem. But I mean, you you can I hate to say it, but you can you know wear a guy out to where he he doesn't right do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and and I guess it's going to come down to is this guy ready to step in and play. Can he can he play right tackle this week? And, and I read a lot of stuff this weekend that says that he's not ready. I don't think he is. And I and I kind of thought he was too. I I think he has to be a plug and play player, and I think he he's. Well, if he's not, then it is a miss. Yeah, but I I think he is. I hope he is. <laughs> they need help. And I think that's why they went that direction. Yeah. Well, clearly it was why they went that direction. Well, absolutely it is. But when you look at when you start looking through and you you know and these quote and I know look it, it, the draft in a lot of ways is like recruiting you it's a gamble it is every every pick is a gamble mm-hmm. there's been surefire camp misses that miss and then there's guys that are the the Bill Bateses of the world that don't get drafted that find a way to make a football team and play 15 years in the league and and they're all pros. It's it's an inexact science, and and they can do all of that. You know what do they call it? The underwear Olympics and all that stuff. At the end of the day, you don't know when a guy has reached his full potential. It could be a sophomore year in college, could be a sophomore year in high school, mm-hmm. it could be ten years in the NFL when he finally. Uh, you don't know. That's the one thing you'll never be able to scientifically determine what a guy has. You know, they're. The draft is based off of the information that mm-hmm. they have in their college careers. Now, wh- where does that take them? I mean, you know, have you? Where was Tom Brady picked? Well, he's an anomaly, <clears throat> right? But I mean, you know, my point being, he wasn't a first rounder. No, he wasn't. Uh, you know, he he wasn't. Hey, can't miss. Surefire, this guy's at the top of the list. You got to go get him, and you got your quarterback for the next. Well, in his case, the next twenty years. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's. So, I mean, half the guys taken in the first round will be bust, or more than half. That's mm-hmm. just the nature of the beast. So, how do you improve your football team? I mean, is there is there going to be a lot of stuff going on? Uh with non-drafted free agents, is there a diamond in the rough out there right now that's a non-drafted free agent? Nobody knows. Yeah. That's one of those things you got to bring them in. And 
I think it's more than likely those non those, those free agents. It's a matter of finding the system for them, and more than likely, a lot of those guys are going to be used on special teams anyway. Well, and ninety percent of them are going to be used on practice squad. Yeah. So, and, and uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line this morning, Justin says, "Hey, you don't know who quits after they get their first million. You know, get that signing bonus. Are you are you satisfied? I, I don't know." I mean, well, again, we might be able to weed that out with the NIL in a couple of years. <laughs> so that first million came as a, sophomore, as a sophomore in college, right? Uh, all right, 708, eight minutes after seven. Hey, on the program today, we are going to get into the Cowboy draft. We'll kind of walk through it a little bit for you. Jerry Hill will be here, and we'll talk some Baylor athletics at the, uh, at the bottom of the hour. We will talk about those red hot Rangers a little bit today. The. Uh, <laughs> He immediately uh, goes negative over there, doesn't he, Garrett? I, I'm he awful. goes to shaking his head. And <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get into that. Uh, we'll take a look at, at at the Baylor players that were drafted, and, and you got a list of some of the mm-hmm. Baylor players that uh, free agent signings. Correct. You know, it, it look. They've got a chance. Those guys got. They've got a chance. So we'll talk about that NBA uh, uh, NBA playoffs. Continue with the Western Conference semifinals tonight. Mavs and Phoenix. We'll look at that. Uh, our broadcast schedule, we'll take a look at that for you uh, this week. Uh, Ward, you're going to be moving on with uh, with Crawford and, mm-hmm. and Tom Bean. Yes. Where are y'all playing? I have no idea. Thanks. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we'll, also have, we'll also have Bosqueville baseball for you. Uh, they're taking on Ranger, and we'll have that one uh, – on Friday for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. 445 for the warm-up, 5 o'clock first pitch. And they'll be taking on Ranger in Bosqueville. Uh, interesting. We'll have to figure out. I, I guess they flipped home and home. Uh, I'm not sure how that all worked out. But that's uh, that's going to come up uh, on uh, on Friday. So we'll have that right here on ESPN as well. So there you go. Lots to do. Lots to get to today. We're glad you're with us. It's uh, 10 minutes after 7, 710. Hang tight. We're going to get this thing rolling for you here on this uh, Monday morning. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We have a 30% chance for a few isolated showers and storms this afternoon, but for the most part, expect mostly cloudy to partly sunny skies and a high of 87. Clouds stick around tonight with lows falling into the lower 70s, and tomorrow we'll see partly sunny skies and a slim chance for some showers with a high of 89. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time, Brian Dunleavy from the New York Post. Jason Garrett's offense is a little outdated for today's NFL. It certainly was not what Joe Judge envisioned his offense being. It was an arranged marriage that Jason Garrett's well-respected with the Giants by ownership from his time here as a player. Joe Judge's first choice as an OC was, ironically enough, his successor as head coach, Brian Dayball. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. 
<clears throat> and if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. You'll put a smile on her face with a Mother's Day gift from Appaloosa Trading Post in Rodeo Pond. They've got unique gifts for mom, including a large selection of rustic furniture for the bedroom, living room, and dining rooms, gold and silver jewelry, home decor items, cowskin rugs, and metal signs for inside and outside the home. Ask about their financing options. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post in Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. A uh, couple of thoughts here from the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, Justin says you don't know. Uh, uh, well, we've already got to that one. Uh, here, here's the one. I, uh, I like the Cowboys draft because they drafted for need almost completely through the draft, and we'll talk about that in a second. I have the fa- uh, I, I have the the fact that the track record for the Cowboys drafting for need isn't so good. The Cowboys' best picks recently have been players that are best on the board, but not what they needed. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about the Cowboy draft in just a second, but some breaking news here this morning. Yeah, so uh, ESPN um, NBA draft analyst Jonathan Giovanni has it out there right now that Matthew Meyer has entered the transfer portal prior to the deadline, but the, his focus is still on preparing for the draft. But he is in the transfer portal. So, is he coming back to Baylor? Is we don't he know. On? Is he going to another school? Is he going to the NBA? Uh, but Matthew Meyer is in the portal right now. 
Interesting. It's this. Is this and thanks guys, to Stephen Simcox for sending ex- that to me? Is this guys exploring their options? Is this just guys that are let's say, let's put it all out there, see every, put everything on the table, and see what best works for me? I guess. I mean, I guess you'll have a, a market to see which teams pursue you if you're Meyer. Um, it to me, do you do you, if you come back to Baylor? Do you? He was kind of like a like a, a square peg and a, try to go into a, a round hole last year. It just didn't work. He looked like he never fit into the offensive system or with the team in general. Does that something he's concerned? Are you bringing in players who are better than him now? The, I don't know. There's so many options here. It, it's insane. Yeah. He, he had an interesting year in that. I thought he played incredibly hard, but he, it, you're right. It just, for whatever reason, he, he, he never got in what I, you know, uh, that rhythm, that flow that was just part of their offense. Yeah. He never, never fit it. But he, boy, he played his tail off and he would play on that defensive end for you. That's the thing. That, that was the, the crazy thing with this past season is his lack of offensive production got all the attention because we were mm-hmm. expecting him to come out and be a scorer. But it got over, it overshadowed the defensive play that he did because he was solid on defense. For most part, but that's not what's going to garner your attention. That's not what we're going to be talking about. No, night no, in and night every, out. everybody's about offense. Yeah. I mean, and you know that. I mean, it's every fan is going to be about offense. All, uh, the media, you know, how many points? But he did. He played really good defense for for this team, and he was very consistent on the defensive end for for this team. And, and you know, coaching how that if something doesn't go on, on one side, it can certainly affect another side. But he did not let that affect his defense he I thought he played well defensively he, he did overall he and he had some big games offensively that that really pushed but, them to but the not new, that rhythm and that consistent no he, he never really got that rhythm that he that he had but he was good enough that it it warranted him being on the floor well there was a couple of games too remember where he would magically spark his offense with like three minutes left in the game and salvage yeah. a couple of wins for yeah, Baylor absolutely he did so uh, that's interesting. So Matthew Meyer is in the uh, is in the portal. So you know, looking at the options, it's the NBA, it's it's transferring or it's coming back. I think another and look, one realistic option I'm assuming would have to be Kansas State. You're very familiar with Jerome Tang and some of the people yeah, out I, there. Do you step on the court and be the guy for that team? That's a very good option. That, that's a that's a great point and probably a good destination for him. Absolutely. Wow. All right. Uh, 7 18, 18 minutes after 7. Let's, uh, let's run through. Uh, here's another one. Is the USFL dead? The games this weekend <laughs> were better, but not anyone watching it. Uh, I didn't watch it. So I, I, it's I, dead I, in not my house. one play. First time this, first time this season, I, I did not watch a single play of the USFL. I watched some, and it was still bad. It's not good football. It's no. not. I mean, you try to watch it, and it's just I even tried not... to watch it with mute because I didn't want to hear all right. the extra stuff, and it still was not good. And, and I'm with you. That is starting to drive me crazy. It's over, And it's a short trip, but, I mean, you know, it's you're right, it is. It is. I, I, I like Nat Sound. That's great. But it seems like they've got all 22 dudes mic'd up. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not. I don't like it. I, I, don't, I, I don't, don't need like all that. No, I'm no. with you. <laughs> I, I don't either, so. All right, uh, so – what when we talked about the Cowboy draft, we said, "Boy, they need an offensive tackle. Boy, they need a rush in. They could certainly use a wide receiver." 
Well, first three picks, that's exactly what they did, Ward. Why is it a C? Why Why is the, you know, one draft expert, I'm, you know, and I'm not going to sit there and promote these these people, but one of them I read gave the Cowboys a C on their draft. Why a C if, if they got, if they theoretically fulfilled the needs of their football team? Well, because the Cowboys didn't do anything flashy. Um, the never Cowboys, moved. Yeah, they never moved in the draft. They never tried to make some uh, strides to get up. But, I mean, this was kind of – I mean, if you look at this draft, uh, unless you were going for the first five picks, this wasn't an over-flashy draft to begin with. No. I mean, honestly, after the first five picks, it's, okay, let, let's get – Let's get the best guy available. And I know that's maybe a little bit of an exaggeration, but, I mean, really, it, look, no quarterbacks in this draft no. to speak of. No, the first, and, and the, first, the first quarterback was number 20. Yeah, and Way so, down there at 20. so that immediately tells you that this draft doesn't have the flair that most drafts have. You know, so, I mean, because that's what people want to – they want to see – Franchise changing players, and maybe, maybe the first couple of picks are. But I mean, that's about it. Maybe, and and I don't know that they're franchise changing players. I mean, Hutch is going to Detroit. He's not going to save that franchise from the defensive end position. Stingley's not going to save Houston. No, it's so. I mean, the players that you look at that are, are franchise cornerstones or what quarterbacks yeah it just is i mean that's the way this league is built that's it is now that and and wide receivers and so i mean it just it didn't have the the pop that you normally see out of an nfl draft now i don't know that next year does either i think it's better than this year it is. From that position, it, from it, the quarterback position, okay, it is. It, it's it's better, but I mean, you don't have to do much to get better. True, that's a good point. It's still not, it's still not a great, great quarterback quarterback class coming out. Uh, it's it's better. It's probably a good quarterback class, but it's not. It's not a great. It's not quarterback. like it was a couple of years ago. With not even, no, not, not even, not, yeah, when, not even close. No, that was different. Well, I mean, it, it's been like that for a long time, too, though. I mean, you can go back and see there's several. I don't know how far back, but, I mean, there's been years that there's been some a, a big race for quarterbacks. If I don't get this one, I want that one. If I don't get that one, I want that one. I don't know that even next year has that. Is this an impact, like this draft, because this is a really good point. So when you look at this draft and you look at next year's draft, is that an impact from the COVID year and not being able to play, not being able to get on the field, not yeah, being able absolutely. to develop, and that's where we're seeing the average drafts? Well, I, I, I think so. And the other thing you got to keep in mind is because they didn't move, Dallas picked at 24. They, they had theoretically a good season. We all know that they didn't because they right. got bounced in the first round. But their regular season was what twelve wins. Well, they yeah. picked at twenty four in the first five rounds. Yes, they were. That's my point. They were, you know, they picked twenty fourth. It wasn't like they picked in the top five. Right. They picked twenty fourth, and they went and got a tackle, a rush in, and a wide receiver. Now, are these guys going to be impact players? Don't know. I don't think we, so. We don't know. And and. and 
everything again, I'm I'm disappointed because I, I thought, and again, look, I'm the first to tell you I don't follow it as close as I probably should. But I thought checking out as we were kind of preparing for it mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks, I thought, okay, is that I thought that when, when you started hearing his name popping up and you started doing a little re I thought that this was going to be a guy that, that could help him. And maybe he still is. But everything I've read over the over the weekend was like he needs he needs some serious work. Uh that he's got skills and he's got raw ability, but it's gotta be You gotta fine tune it. You gotta fine tune it. And boy, I mean and, and they you know, when you're calling your first round pick a reach. I think it was, man. There, there was a lot of options. It, I still don't understand when you started seeing all the movement unfold. And, you know, it should be too expected when you saw the movement in the offseason and they never did anything. But they never even once attempted to move up. It was like they were just complacent with being average. So what did they know that nobody else knows? Were they content to say, you know what, I hope he falls to us at 24? I mean, was that kind of the, the mindset? I mean, he didn't fall to them. He was just there because – that's a second or third round guy, in my opinion. I could be totally wrong. I just feel like that. Well, I mean, again, let's in. Let's say you went a different direction, and there were a couple of Russians that were that were still on the board when you picked at twenty four. What if you'd have went that direction? You're you're, and Ward said it. The the their biggest and greatest need was an offensive tackle. So you're you're going to hope that there's somebody there in the second round that that fits your need. I think that guy still would have been there. You think Tyler Smith would have been yes. would have been available to the Cowboys with the twenty fourth pick in the second round, or they could have moved up in the second round and got him. But that was going to cost them. But more. then they're going to lose some of those draft picks. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I just I don't know. To me, it was too big of a risk in the first round. I don't think so. We'll see. If they move the football effectively next year, then it wasn't. If they don't, then, you if know. If he gets out there like in his first series and flag, flag, okay. And he had, what, 12, 12 offensive holding penalties a year ago. Typical. 19. He'll fit in well I in thought Dallas. I saw 19. Oh, yeah, he was bad. Well, he'll fit uh, in well. Either way. He led the nation, whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either way, he, it it was not good. And so there's going to be some work that needs to be done in that department. All right. Uh, 7.26. We're 26 after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And, again, you go back and you can talk about it and you can – we can break it down three ways to Tuesday, but until those guys get on the football field, you don't know. No. And then you're going to look up and there's going to be a fourth or fifth-round guy that just has – a Hall of Fame career. Uh, exactly. I mean, it's 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 going to happen. It's going to happen. All right, seven twenty six. Let's talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, the uh, new new store is opening soon, and that new store is over on Loop three forty next to Busby Feed. You can check out the uh, construction, the progress of the construction every time you run out Loop three forty. Uh, and again, I, I think they're close. I mean, I haven't talked to the contractor or anything like that. But what, what are you laughing about? But I, I, when I was by there the other day, I looked over there and went, man, that thing is just about done. And it is gorgeous. It is huge. There's going to be plenty of room. Uh, it's, it's really going to be a great place. But right now, they're still doing business at their location at 913 South Loop Drive. That's at, in Orchard Lane, 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane here in Waco. They also have a location in Bryan. 
and they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. The Emory family now, uh, Braden uh, is heading up the the uh, the organization, and boy, they uh, they just do a great job of, 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 of look. They 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 build their reputation one customer at a time, and 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 that's providing great customer service. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, uh, angle iron, and you name it, they got it. They also carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches. Uh, also, uh, square tubing, one half to six inches for all your weekend projects, such as those deer stands or ornamental iron jobs. And and uh, they also uh, stock American-made grade 60 uh, rebar, three-eighth inch to three-quarter inch. It's all available at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They are open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5, and they're open on Saturdays from 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Baylor, Big 12 softball. This weekend on 101.3 FM. It's the split series between Baylor and Texas to close the regular season. Friday at 6.30 from Waco, Saturday at 2 from Austin, then Sunday at 1 from Austin. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Mother's Day is just around the corner and it has me thinking. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? That's Ronnie Weathorn, the foundation doctor. And right now, just like most of us, he's got one very special person on his mind. At the foundation doctor, that's exactly what we strive for. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the foundation doctor will make a house call. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. 
MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. After the draft, three Baylor players have reportedly agreed to free agent terms with NFL teams. Raleigh Tejada with Green Bay, Jaron McVay with the Rams, and Abram Smith with the Saints. With an 11-7 decision, Baylor salvaged one game of their three-game conference series at home against Texas Tech. The Bears return to the Diamond tomorrow to entertain Tarleton. Iowa State took the softball series with Baylor with a 6-1 win on Sunday. The final home game for Baylor softball will be this Friday when they host Texas. The Rangers took 2-3 from the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves with a 7-3 win yesterday. They take today off to travel to Philadelphia for a two-game set. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.33, welcome back into the program. It's a Monday morning. If you're on your way to work or school, be careful this morning. We welcome into the program Jerry Hill from Baylor University. Jerry, good morning. How are you? Tommy, it's good, man. It's a Monday morning. We're ready to roll, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, let's begin with with acrobatics and tumbling. Uh, this has become an old hat, isn't it? Seven straight championships. Yeah, and and you know the thing about it is that you know I think people, some people would you know kind of poo poo that and oh, there's not that many. Well, you know there are over forty teams now, so it's not like you know they're one of five or six, which is really how it was when it started. There were literally six teams when it started. Now there's more competition, and honestly the gap is narrowed. I mean, you know, they had a couple of, you know, very tight uh, meets in that. So, yeah, I mean, it is old hat, particularly for uh, Coach Fee. She's, uh, she's won all 11 of the uh, NCATA National Championships. Okay, so you just went through those letters. I didn't hear NCAA. I heard NCAT. What's the difference? Um, well, that's the uh, governing body of uh, acrobatics and tumbling right gotcha. now. Uh, National Collegiate Acrobatics and Tumbling Association. There you go. Right? All right. So that's the governing body right now, but now there are over 40 teams, which is what the NCAA requires for championship status. Um, and so the, uh, until now, they've been an emerging sport. But once you have 40 teams that go through a full year competing, I believe it's with like 18 people, uh, and in six meets, once they get through that year, then they can uh, achieve the championship status. So it really would be an NCAA championship, which we all know. Hey, uh, quick thought real quick, and then uh, we'll start moving around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the reunion, the 2012 reunion, mm-hmm. uh, talk yeah. a little bit about that. It sounded like it was a, a really cool deal. It was, Tommy. Um, you know, and I honestly, I think you should have been a part of that. I don't know that you were invited, but I think you should have been. You were you were a big part of that, and, and uh, it was fun. I mean, they're, you know, obviously that was a great team, unbelievable streak that they went on, and, um, you know, uh, beating, sweeping A&M was probably enough, but they won 24 straight, 18-0 and uh, to start conference. So That's crazy, uh, yeah, isn't it, to stop and think is. about I mean, that? 
you you just don't see anybody. I mean, in any league, you don't see people doing that, and and uh, and that's you know that's why it was a Big Twelve record and and is a Big Twelve record. And uh, yeah, I mean, and and you know, I don't know that that was the most talented team, um, but they just won. Uh, and they did have some great players. I mean, obviously Max Muncy was on that team. Josh Turley was on that team. Uh, Josh Ludi had an amazing year. Um, but yeah, a lot of those guys were back. I believe uh, the count was around 15. I think in the picture that they took down on the field, there was like 18, um, 18 people in the photo, and that included uh, Smitty and, and, and Margaret. So uh, you know, yeah, about 15 or 16 players were there. Uh, for the reunion, and and Josh Turley threw out the first pitch to Josh Ludi, and <laughs> and actually, actually I missed that, but apparently it was a hummer, and I mean it just right down the pipe and hard, and uh, Bryce Cherry asked Turley about it, and he said that's all I had. <laughs> he said he gave it everything he had. So uh, yeah, it was fun, and they had a, they had a dinner that night, uh, you know, and it was just a, it was a fun weekend. It was. Good to have those guys. Good to have Smitty back on campus, and and I think he enjoyed it. I really do. I think he enjoyed being back. I think he enjoyed seeing a lot of those guys. I got to visit with him a little bit um, during the uh, Saturday game, so it was just fun to have all those guys back. Baylor baseball. Speaking of them, they were able to salvage the game three against Texas Tech and and get a W eleven to seven. How much work is ahead of this team right now? Oh, a lot. I mean, that, that it certainly helped. It kind of, you know, stops the the bleeding a little bit, I guess, Ward. But uh, you know, there's there's some big series left, and and I, I think it actually helps that you know you get the midweek game tomorrow, and then you get a little bit of a break. I mean, some people would say uh, you want to get back out there and keep you know keep the momentum going. Well, that was that was just one game. I think it'll help a lot more to get your pitching rested, and and you know maybe. Uh, in another couple of weeks, Blake Helton is ready to go extend his start a little bit and, and maybe, you know, go three, four, five innings. So I think that's that's actually a good time. And then you go on the road to K-State and, and back here against Oklahoma State. So those are a couple of big series left. Um, but, you know, at least you got that one. Um, you, you just really couldn't afford another sweep. Um, and, and I think probably, you know, I think most people see and softball is kind of in the same boat now. Um, you know, baseball is going to probably have to win the the Big 12 tournament to have a chance to get the NCAA play. But, you know, I think this at least keeps you afloat. And, and uh, you know, now if you can go, you know, win those last couple of series and get a little momentum going into the uh, Big 12 tournament, maybe you can do some damage there. Jerry, big weekend for Baylor football. You have six players, a record six players, drafted in the NFL draft. What were your overall takeaways from that? Yeah, I, I, I tell you, Garrett, um, the – the fact that so many of those guys went the second day, that surprised me. I, I wasn't surprised that that many got drafted. I thought Abram Smith would maybe get drafted as well, but wound up signing as a free agent with the Saints. But, uh, no, the, the fact that you had two second-rounders um, with Petrie and Tyquan Thornton and then two more in, in the third round with uh, J.T. Woods and Terrell Bernard, uh, it, it was a great weekend, great draft for Baylor, um, tied the – program record set in 2016 but that was uh for a seven round draft i should say but that was with uh, rico gathers from basketball um uh, being drafted by the cowboys as a tight end so you know technically this is the most ever drafted in a seven round draft from the football team so yeah it was great and then you know other guys getting an opportunity to sign as free agents i think the total was 11 
um, you know, with five signings. So, uh, yeah, it was good. And, and a lot of those guys are, I think, I think seriously, a lot of those guys are going to have a chance to, to make the final rosters. And you mentioned Abram. That's all I want to touch on that real quick. So he gets 222,000 guaranteed, 207 base, 15,000 yeah. signing bonus. Is he the one that has the best opportunity of sticking with the team in that scenario, given the he's got the money on the table? Oh, I think as a free agent, for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, you just don't get that, you know. I mean, that's that's unheard of. And, and I mean, I think that says a little bit about how the Saints feel about him. And, and I think the longer it went, I mean, as much as you want to be drafted, as much as you want your name to be called, I think at that point it's really better because then you can kind of pick and choose the best situation. And I'm sure his agent, you know, saw the opportunity there with the Saints. I'm sure a lot of teams – I'm sure he got a lot of calls from teams. So um, that just wound up being the best situation for him. And, and yeah, I mean, as, as, a, as much of that is guaranteed, I think he's got a good shot to make that roster. Let's take it back to softball for just a second. You mentioned baseball probably has to, to win the uh, the Big 12 yeah. tournament, and, and I would agree with you. Uh, what about softball? Where is Glenn Moore's team at 27 and 21, you know, as, the, as they look at, at conference standings and, and RPI and strength of schedule and all of those type things? Where is Glenn Moore's team, and, and what do they got to do? Well, Tommy, I think they really had to, and Glenn pretty much said that after the game. I, I think that was a series they had to win. Um, and nothing else, it would lock you into fourth place in the Big 12. That's not bad. Um, but now Iowa State, if they just win the series uh, at Kansas, I think it is, that's their last one in Kansas in last place. If Iowa State wins that series, uh, you know, unless Baylor really makes some hay this weekend against Texas, then Iowa State's going to be fourth. And I just think it, it puts you in a position where now you've got to go do some uh, work in the Big 12 tournament. Um, you know, maybe if you win the Texas series, uh, maybe you don't have to win the Big 12. I mean, I was surprised last year, honestly, when they, they wound up as a two seed uh, in a regional. So, um, you know, I, I know RPI isn't everything, but their RPI was 56, and I don't think it's going to go up, you know, losing Iowa State, although Iowa State was right there. I mean, I think they were like 60 second or 63rd so it wasn't like a huge upset or anything but I think it was a series you had to win and they just as he said they they picked a bad time to have maybe their worst game in a long time so uh it's a struggle now and 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 like I said you got the split series with Texas coming up this week and then the big 12 tournament Jerry Gary Bohannon's entered the transfer portal what does that quarterback room look like now for the Baylor Bears yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a little lonely, I guess. Um, you know, there that makes only three guys in there, and that's assuming he does go. I mean, I, you know, obviously he's going to have some opportunities. I think I saw where he had visited Missouri, so uh, Gary's definitely going to have some opportunities. But he could always choose to come back here. But yeah, I, I'm sure he's he's going to pick another place. So that leaves you, uh, Blake Shapen. Obviously, he did the job when he was called on last year. Had a you know, had a great uh, championship game and then, you know, hurt his shoulder. So you've got him coming back. Kyron Drones uh, was a guy that I didn't think looked very good that first spring he was here. He's improved quite a bit. I, I, I thought I saw him make, you know, some really good strides uh, through uh, spring ball. And I, I think Coach Aranda said that in the, in the press conference after the Big 12 championship game. That's a guy that has really made a lot of progress. Um, you know, and then you've got C.J. Rogers, a uh, guy out of Argyle that uh, won a state championship uh, and, uh, you know, was 16-0. and 0. 
or was it Alito? I can't remember. It was Argyle. You're right. It was Argyle. Okay, it was Argyle. So mm-hmm. 16-0, and state champion, but just came as a preferred walk-on. Had some other opportunities. He's actually a good-looking guy, about 6'3". Um, you know, so I, I think they're okay. I've wondered, though, too, if, if, you know, if Gary does wind up leaving, do you at least look for somebody, um, you know, in case Shapin goes down? You know, is Kyron Drones ready? I don't know. I mean, you know, he'll, he'll, he's going into his second year. So is, I'm not sure he's ready for that if Shapin happened to go down. So I'm, you know, if you can find somebody that can, you know, at least step in, uh, if there's an injury or something, I think you, maybe you, you go that route. Um, otherwise, you go with these three. I think CJ, uh, you know, and he played pretty well in the uh, spring game as well. He had a long touchdown pass. So uh, maybe you put him on scholarship and make him that third guy. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, maybe take a look and see who's available in the portal. It's, you know, it's getting a little bit late. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think maybe this summer they look and see who's out there. Let's stick with portal talk, Jerry. So earlier, probably about 30 minutes ago, Jonathan Giovanni from ESPN's uh, NBA draft analyst has announced that Matthew Meyer has entered the transfer portal, but is also trying to get ready for the NBA draft. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, that's a little surprising. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think with what they had brought in, um, maybe he thought, you know, there wasn't a spot for him next year. I think there is. I think he could definitely help this team next year, but, uh, you know, maybe he's just keeping his options open. I think that includes the draft, obviously. But, uh, you know, if, if if something comes out of the portal and he's able to go somewhere else and maybe make more of an impact, maybe he's ready for a fresh start. Um, I can I can see that a little bit. And like I said, with some of the guys that they brought in, um, you know, they filled – I think they prepared for him leaving. So, you know, I think that's what – maybe that's what he was looking at. Like, you know, that, that they had filled those spots and he didn't really have, but I think he does have a spot here if he wants to come back. So, um, yeah, that is interesting, uh, Garrett, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. It, it, we're still fairly new to the portal business. Uh, how, how do players and coaches navigate this, in your opinion, Jerry? When, when, are there players that are entering the portal just to explore, just to maybe dip their toe in the water, but really don't want to leave or, I mean, is our coaches offended when they see a play? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What is, what is the mindset of both the player and the coach when, when, when this happens? Because I, I wonder if when a player enters, do they, are they, do they all want to leave or are they just kind of looking, as you said a minute ago, exploring options? Right. I think that's some of it. And I don't know what the percentages are, but not everybody that enters the portal leaves. Um, now I will say it, it does send a message to the to the coaches to coach that you know maybe you you're not happy or you you want to leave but uh, yeah I think and I I have never thought this was a great idea in terms of um, you know just I think we've gone away from student athlete I think when you start giving guys opportunities to just go wherever they want a free agent market, I, I think it's wrong. Um, and I feel the same way about NIL. Um, you know, I, I think a scholarship is worth a lot of money. Uh, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be paid anything, but I, I just think the NIL, the way it is right now is set up, uh, you know, I, I think you can abuse the system. And I, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's something that is 
eventually if it hadn't already. I think it's going to hurt college athletics. But, yeah, I think the transfer portal is for that. I think some guys do just want to explore their options and see what's out there and see if there is a better opportunity, how how green the grass is on the other side of the fence. So I think some guys do it for that. Obviously, when you lose your job and then you don't feel like you're wanted or or you feel like your uh, opportunity isn't here anymore, then you know, then you're entering the transfer portal to actually transfer and leave. But I think some guys just put their name in there and see what kind of interest they get. Hey, well, what do you got coming up on the Insider? Well, we got a little bit of a light week, Tommy. We actually have baseballs off this week for final exams, other than the Tuesday game against Charleston State. Uh, softball has the split series with Texas. Uh, and I'm actually finishing up uh, my magazine that will come out uh, at the end of this month. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it does get a little bit lighter now. But uh, And then we've got NCAA tennis announcement uh, tonight. So still a lot going on. Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure. Thanks for the time this morning. Thank you, gentlemen. See you later. That's Jerry Hill, Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University and puts the uh, Baylor Bear Insider together. Boy, and I tell you what, he is – he is he is a busy man in the spring. They they he's bouncing around between tennis and golf and acrobatics and tumbling, ba- baseball and softball, and other than that, he he doesn't have a whole heck of a lot to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, uh, seven forty nine. It's uh, it's eleven away from eight o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's take a second and let's talk about our friends over at Circle Drug Pharmacy, thirty two eleven. Robinson Drive. Here's the phone number, by the way. Go ahead and jot this down. 662-0774-662-0774. Doc, here from the gang. Look, it's locally owned, independent pharmacy, uh, your one-stop shop for all your your pharmacy and medical supply needs. I I was thinking about this this morning. Uh, I I, I don't know about you guys, but I take a little baby aspirin every every, every morning, and I'm like, okay, I'm running low. i got to run over to circle because they got a great selection of those type of over-the-counter medications and things that you need, they're available right there at Circle Drug as well. Of course, they uh, they they do uh, prescriptions like nobody. I mean, they, what a great job they they fill, they'll fill that prescription and then they're going to text you and say, "Hey, three of three are ready to be be picked up." So all of your prescriptions are ready, and they'll either deliver them to you at your home or your place of business if you're busy. Or you can spin by there and pick them up. And, of course, you can go in, which is what I do, go through the drive-thru, uh, park, and they'll come out to you, or, or walk up to the uh, to the to to a walk-up window. There's several options that you can choose in, in getting your prescriptions. Of course, they do vaccines. It's just a, it's a one-stop shop for all of your pharmaceutical needs. And you have that, that hometown feeling. I mean, that's, that's, that's the only way I know how to describe it. It's... They get to know you. You get to know them. Uh, it's 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 kind of that warm and 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 feeling when you get when you go into a place where you feel comfortable and and, and again they know you and you know them. It's not like going to some place where you've never seen the the pharmacist. They've never seen you. Uh, and you know what's your name again? You know, and while they're looking up the no, that's not how it works at Circle Drug. Give them a try. Six six two zero seven seven four. And, again, they're located at 3211 Robinson Drive at Circle Drug Pharmacy. Baylor, Big 12 softball, this weekend. 
on 101.3 FM. It's the split series between Baylor and Texas to close the regular season. Friday at 6.30 from Waco, Saturday at 2 from Austin, then Sunday at 1 from Austin. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Isbell Construction Ltd., located in the Crawford area, is a family-owned and operated utility company that contracts for Texas telephone companies. Established in 1985, Isbell Construction Ltd. takes pride in their work and in their hometown. Isbell Construction Ltd. supports the local communities and the Crawford Lady Pirates. Isbell Construction Ltd. wishes the Lady Pirates a big win all the way to state. Go Lady Pirates! Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. After the draft, three Baylor players have reportedly agreed to free agent terms with NFL teams. Raleigh Tejada with Green Bay, Jared McVay with the Rams, and Abram Smith with the Saints. With an 11-7 decision, Baylor salvaged one game of their three-game conference series at home against Texas Tech. The Bears return to the Diamond tomorrow to entertain Tarleton. Iowa State took the softball series with Baylor with a 6-1 win on Sunday. The final home game for Baylor softball will be this Friday when they host Texas. The Rangers took 2-3 from the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves with a 7-3 win yesterday. They take today off to travel to Philadelphia for a two-game set. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas.
All right, 7.55. We're five away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, this is just for you. Thanks. From the stretch, Chavez sets, kicks, and fires. And there's a drive out into right field. Demerit coming on. He dives, and he missed the ball. It goes all the way to the wall. Lowe is in, Culberson in, Simeon racing home. Adolis cruises into third. He drives in three. Rangers lead it seven to two on the opposite field. Line drive hit to right by Adolis Garcia. How about that, War? You pretty excited? Thrilled. You know what I don't understand? What's that? Every time, like, the only highlight you ever hear coming out of the Rangers is something from Adolis Garcia, but every time I've asked about him and if he's the cornerstone, you build him around. No, he ain't the guy. Then who is? Is he a a Ruggio door where you get a good – his good years and then ship him off somewhere? Like, what the hell is going on with this guy? He's a good player. He's not a great player. He's the best player they got. No. Your shortstop is. Your second baseman is. Your catcher – probably is uh supposed to be so and that's the point right i was gonna make they're supposed to be and again they're new they're getting uh, new to their surroundings but they went out and spent a lot of money on position players what was it ward 580 million dollars that the uh, rangers spent yeah on their they home spent home. more than anybody in major league <laughs> baseball by far and they got the worst record in major league baseball by far <laughs> not a good roi there no uh, not right now, but the Rangers did win 7-3, to three, by the way. Uh, what is that, their seventh win, I think? Eighth win, something like that? It's the second series they've won all season. Yeah. So, uh, look, they, they've got to get better on the mound, and we all know that. They have to get better on the mound. And, and again, you've heard everybody that's come on this program, uh, from Jared Sandler, who works the broadcast, David Murphy, uh, and, and, you know, Jeff Wilson, all those guys come on and said, just because they spent five hundred and eighty million dollars doesn't mean that they're ready to contend. They've this thing was. I don't so, think they're ready to contend, but they should be better than they I, are. I, I agree. I agree, and I think there are times where they've gotten some okay pitching and just can't hit. And that's what I'm, I'm a little surprised by is their inability to well, to hit. And and maybe it gets going, and maybe the shortened. Sp- I don't know. I mean, well, and now they got players asking to be traded. <laughs> I didn't see that. Willie Calhoun said I, he got demoted to the minors, and he said I'm probably not going to be back in a Ranger uniform. He asked for a trade. Okay, so he got demoted. Why? Right, because he stinks. It, because he's not performing at the right – look, if, if, if you're getting knocks and, and you're driving in runs and, and you're playing the game, you're not getting sent down. He got sent down for a reason. You know what? Suck it up, Buttercup. Get better and get back up. Go to, go to Round Rock, play better, and, and see if you can get a callback. Well, I mean, you could. That's the logical thing. But what more than likely is going to happen is he'll find somebody who's going to pay him, and he'll go to a mediocre team, get a big payday, and play some major league ball. But he's he's. I don't think he's. I know he's about. He, I don't. I don't think he's a free agent. Well, if he's wanting out of there and forces their hand, we've seen that. That's how things work now. He want can't out of there. force their hand, though. I mean, even I can. How? I mean, because that's what players do now. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. I mean, it's if about he's, your agent too. If you got to yeah. get your agent to work, it's yeah. Well, they may release him, or they may even trade him because, for whatever reason. But he right now he's the property of the Rangers. And, and by the way, uh, you're, you're right. Texas is at eight and fourteen, so they with their two back to back wins, they've they've jumped it up. They're just six under. I mean, they're fixing to get this thing rolling. Okay. 
They're off today, by the way. But they won seven to three over the. And how about the the Braves? Ain't exactly on setting the woods on fire. They're ten and thirteen. Uh so there you go. All right, uh, seven fifty-eight. We're a couple. Sounds of like a, an excuse. Who, who's who's uh, for you the, over there, Ranger apologist? No, I'm just telling you. Here's it's about to get going. We we've got this thing till September. You better have a little hope. <laughs> seven fifty-eight. John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Baseball and Softball home in Big 12 play this weekend. We'll give you details. Plus, national championship number seven for acrobatics and tumbling. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling proved itself once again the dominant school in the sport of A&T, winning their seventh consecutive NCATA National Championship over the weekend in Eugene, Oregon. Baylor, the top seed and defending national champs, knocked off third seed Gannon in the championship on Saturday. Now seven straight NCATA national championships for Felicia Mulkey and Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling. I'm just really proud of my team. It's been a long year, and um, we it was quite the trajectory, and we wanted to peak today. Um, and I think that we did. And if no other, there's still, if you ask us, we, if we could do it over again, we would still fix things. Would yes. you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because we're never satisfied. But mentality-wise, we peaked today. They were ready. They were ready all day. Um, it is a marathon day with event finals in the morning. I'm just really proud of the team for how they pushed through. I was proud of our tumbling. That is usually a strong suit for us, and we struggled early in the tournament with that, made some adjustments. Kristen McCain came in on day two uh, into that aerial pass and really helped us out. So today was big, but if you were watching, you saw the biggest thing for us today is we won the toss event, and this yeah. doesn't happen often. So um, we were really excited about winning that toss event. Um, uh, we, we really focused on our second half today, um, and I think we came through. I'm proud, of, I'm proud of them. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey following the national championship victory over Gannon Saturday evening in Eugene, Oregon. 
Also from the weekend, Baylor softball wins one of three against Iowa State in Big 12 play. Softball now closes the regular season with a split series against Texas that includes a Friday night game at Gatterman Stadium this week, then on the road in Austin Saturday and Sunday. And Baylor baseball dropped the first two games against ninth-ranked Texas Tech this weekend at Baylor Ballpark, then won the series finale 11-7 on Sunday. Kyle Nevin led the way on Sunday, going 5-for-5 with three doubles and two singles in the Baylor victory. The Bears back in action tomorrow evening at home against Tarleton, 6-30, first pitch at Baylor Ballpark. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grayson, they named the court after him. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that's and he's in incredible. there at Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, mm-hmm. he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court. Yes, <laughs> on a court with his name on it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, May 7th and Sunday, May 8th at the Harker Heights Event Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. You'll find ammo, prepper survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, May 7th from 9 to 5 and May 8th at the Harker Heights Event Center. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Five minutes after 8 o'clock, it's 8.05. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, Big Boys Record Service, and Landscape Supply uh, in uh, in Spiegelville. So there you go. Glad to have those folks part of the program this morning. All right, uh, we, we talked about the Cowboys and what uh, the draft looked like for them this year here's what it looks like from Baylor's perspective and uh we'll just kind of run through those drafted players and and free agent signings up uh, Jalen Petrie was the first bear taken he was taken in the second round by the Texans with the 37th overall pick so he went high in the uh, in the second round Tyquan Thornton was picked up by the New England Patriots in the second round with the 50th overall pick JT Woods, the safety, went to the Chargers in the third round with the 79th overall pick. Terrell Bernard, a linebacker, was picked up by Buffalo in the third round with the 89th overall pick. Then you drop down to uh, Tristan Ebner, uh, the running back and an all-purpose player, picked by the Chicago Bears in the sixth round with the 203rd overall pick. And Kalen Barnes, uh, the DB, picked up by Carolina with the seventh pick, uh, seventh round pick, 242nd overall pick. 
What about some free agent uh, signings? Yeah, so the unrestricted free agents that we picked up was Abram Smith, who we talked with Jerry about. And Abram was picked up by the Saints. He's the only player right now uh, who has been given a contract. Like we talked about, it's 222,000 guaranteed, 207,000 base, 15,000 signing bonus. Uh, Xavier Newman-Johnson was picked up by the Titans. Riley Tejada was picked up by the Packers. Jaron Medvey went to the Rams, and Drew Estada signed with the Texans. So that's where your unrestricted free agents were going out of the draft. Abram Smith, are you surprised he wasn't drafted or at least drafted late uh, with what he accomplished over the last couple of years and his versatility? Uh, not really. I feel like running back is a position now where – you, you're going to see more teams not draft them. You're not winning the Heisman. You're not yeah. going to get drafted well, high. Well, that – I mean, look at the draft this year, right? You saw the the shift in the landscape where it's about your quarterback, your receivers, your corners, and your safeties. That's where it's all your emphasis is going. And year in and year out, we see these running backs come in and, okay, cool, you do something for about two years and then you're out the door. I feel like running back now is a position where you can just pick up, plug, because you're not really going to use them. Uh, so I'm not surprised that he didn't get drafted. Um, I feel like in the NFL, he's what, maybe like a third down back. Or he's, he's not an every down back by any means. There's certain places, though, right, where, where the running game's still important. Uh, Matt Rule, for one, Carolina. He they like to, to run the football. Too. Well, I, I get it, but what I'm saying is there are places where the running game's still important. Well, and, and it'll come back around. I mean, it's secular. Thing, you're right. This, this thing will come back around, and it'll, it'll you know, somebody will put together the big offensive line that they can run behind, and, and it'll change the game again. Uh, but right now, the NFL's a passing league. There's no doubt about it. But you, it, it is interesting that you rarely see a true I-formation offense. I, and and I'm, I'm not saying people don't line up in the I, because they still do from time to time. But I'm saying a true I-formation offense where you have a true fullback, you know, Moose Johnson, for example, Ahead of Emmitt Smith. You, you don't see that anymore. You, you'll see an H lined up back there. Uh, you, you, you know, you, and, and there's tight ends on rosters, but it's not consistent where you're, you're seeing 30 snaps a game in an I formation. No, it doesn't just, happen anymore. Well, you're seeing offenses go down there and get inside the red zone or inside the 10 and start throwing the ball. I mean, look at this, this the Seattle. League. I mean, it, it is. Super Bowl. And, and you're right in it, and, and we'll, it will, or you'll see some kind of, you know, exotic jumbo package that they put in or something that but the true hey let's line it up from the three yard line and let's mash you don't see much of that anymore Mm-mm. not with the true eye formation but it, it, it's about getting down the field and scoring through the air as fast as you can I guess well it's uh, how many snaps can you take a game now I mean it's getting to that point it's it's uh it's the college game that it was a few years ago, the college game, you're starting to see that trickle back, and yeah. you're seeing the running game come back in college game. Right it, here in Waco. In in high school football, you're seeing the running game start coming back a little bit. You know, once you know defenses start figuring out and they're able to stop the passing game in the NFL and the, the defense starts getting back ahead of the offense again, you'll see the running game. You'll see the eye formation again. You'll see the different things come back around. It just – that's – you know, and the more that college football sees the running game come back, well, the NFL's hand's going to be forced because there's going to be better running backs coming out of college football, so they're going to have to utilize them, go back to the big angry offensive line and use that. Well, it's adapting, right? Like, it took the NFL they, – they adapted too late 
to the the offense because think about like those offenses with browse and everything wide open how many players were drafted where the nfl was running a system like you're talking about that mm-hmm. traditional running that didn't fit there well that and that's why that you know for you're talking about browse teams you know that's why those players never did really exactly. flourish in the nfl because they weren't nfl ready and the other thing is those wide receivers that were so good at baylor they do they, one route they they didn't know the route tree they got up in the NFL, and the NFL coaches went, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and so they couldn't adapt and, and learn the route tree. That's what hurt them. They knew one route. Today, I mean, when you look at, at, at this wide zone offense, it's predicated on running the football. They love to run the football over there. They just don't do it a whole lot out of the eye formation. They go and get that linebacker and line him up as a fullback from time to time. But most of the time, it is a single back Set well, they're running the stretch zone. They're exactly, and and, and they're using H to lead and, and and things of that nature. They're pull and what and what have you, but as that lead block. I mean, but the traditional I formation where the fullback is the lead block, you just don't see a whole lot of that. Well, I don't know that you'll ever see that again. I mean, you might in somebody, you know, just like look, there, there's anomalies in high school football. You see the wing T run sometimes. Yeah. You know, coaches do that because one, they have the personnel to do it. And two, it's an advantage because you can't prepare for that in two days. Nope. If you're different, you have an advantage. Whether you're well, that's why wh- wh- that's wh- why the spread offenses were so good for so long because yeah. they were different, and you couldn't. You look up and you've got, you know, five guys out at wide receiver, and you're going, "Wait a minute, what in the mm-hmm. heck do I do here?" Wh- wh- when you and you're spread from sideline to sideline, it's it's tough. Now everybody does it, and. Defenses it, have adapted. Yeah, they have. And it, defensive coordinators do not want to see the wishbone, for example. That's a triple option offense that is difficult. And as you say, you got three days to prepare for it, you know. If you're lucky. Dive, pitch, you know, and, and keep. Or, the, or, or, the, or, you know, is it the fullback? Is it the quarterback? Is it the pitchback? What's it look like? And, and you've got two or three days to get ready for it. It's, it that is a difficult, difficult offense to, to defend. It's I I love watching the wishbone. Uh, I, in, I know that the military academies they run the you know a lot of them run the inverted wishbone, but it's still the wishbone ward. I mean, in in you it's a triple option, and those guys line up and they play at a high level because again, teams are seeing something they they don't normally see, and these guys practice this thing and it's precision execution. It, it's fun to watch when it's when it's done well. All right, uh, 8.13. We're 13 minutes after 8. We welcome you into Hour 2 of the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom and Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Brand new day as uh, we kick off a uh, brand new day and a brand new week. All right, let's talk a minute about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. Best burger in Waco. And, man, I mean, there's a million and one reasons why. Uh, You know, you could go with – because of that secret seasoning they put on it. You could go with that it's cooked on that flat top right in front of you. You can go with that it's not cooked until you order it, so it's fresh and all of the ingredients are fresh and it's cooked just the way you want it. If you want the lettuce, you can have it. If you don't, you don't have to have it. There's no law or rules that say you have to have it. Pickles, onions, you want them, great. If you don't, I mean, you have it any way you want to, and they're going to prepare it right there uh, when you place that order you, you know they also have chicken fried steak sandwiches grilled chicken sandwiches philly cheesesteak sandwiches 
And then, of course, all the accessories, all the fun stuff, the fries, the rings, the tots, the onion rings, all that good stuff, curly fries, you name it, they got it. And all your favorite drinks are available there as well. It's a great place to go have some lunch or maybe an early dinner. Uh, They're open until 4.30 every day. You know what? It sounds like a place to go have lunch today. 1810 Herring Avenue. And by the way, if you if you got an event coming up and you want to you need some catering, you're saying, well, I don't. Yes, they'll cater a, a burger meal for you, but they'll also cater turkey and dressing if you want. Or or I, I saw them the other day. They were preparing some uh, some fajitas and things for a caterer. They'll do anything when it comes to a catering at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburger. So, hey, if you got a wedding or a graduation party coming up and you uh you want to get a great deal on some catering? Here's the phone number, 753-1603, 753-1603. Ask for David or ask for Perry. It's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We have a 30% chance for a few isolated showers and storms this afternoon, but for the most part, expect mostly cloudy to partly sunny skies and a high of 87. Clouds stick around tonight with lows falling into the lower 70s, and tomorrow we'll see partly sunny skies and a slim chance for some showers with a high of 89. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting Tarleton State. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Tarleton Baseball Tuesday. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita Mevas. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Today on Hey Culligan, sustainability and better water. Here's Sam. Hey Culligan, I'm really into 
to sustainability. My clothes, my utensils, my food. But how do I get more sustainability from my water? Super question, Sam, and the answer is an always-on drinking water system from Culligan, which helps eliminate the equivalent of 15 billion single-use plastic bottles a year. Whoa, that's a ton of sustainability. 416,000 tons, Sam, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. Eight twenty, twenty minutes after eight o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom and Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Baylor softball uh, loses yesterday six one, so they dropped two out of three to Iowa State. Baseball salvages a win yesterday. They beat uh, the Red Raiders eleven to seven, the ninth ranked. Red Raiders 11-7. After the game, uh, Steve Rodriguez talked about the uh, the victory over the Red Raiders. You know, what's funny is you you see the past couple days where we kind of have similar situations, bases loaded, guys on second and third, guy on second base with two outs, and our guys hit a ball hard and it's just right at somebody. And today it was the exact opposite. You know, guys were finding a way to put in ball play, whether, whether it's a, you know, a flare down left field line or a ground ball down down the right side, uh, or like you said, uh, Kyle Nevin smashing a double into the gap. You know, those are just things that were evading us over the past few days. And so for our guys just to continue uh, what they've been doing, just laying good at-bats uh, throughout the game. And, you know, with the guys in scoring position today, we were able to come through and uh, just really proud of our guys for the resiliency that they've shown this weekend. That is uh, Coach Steve Rodriguez after the game uh, talking with uh, our guys on the post-game show. The audio courtesy of the Baylor Radio Network from Learfield. So – Boy, it was it was good to get one, but this is a team right now that I mean they every win is precious right now. They've got to get W's, and you heard Jerry Hill. They're probably at a point now that they're going to have to win the Big Twelve tournament in order to to get into the NCAA tournament. And again, once you get to the NCAA tournament, it doesn't matter what your record is. Everybody's zero and zero. You start all over. But this team right now. It's is at five and thirteen, twenty-two and twenty-two overall. Uh, look, you got to finish above five hundred, uh, and they unless you win the Big Twelve tournament, and that's going to be a big ask. I mean, you got to go through that thing and, and get it done. But they've got a series left with Kansas State Ward and a series left with Oklahoma State. And right now, Oklahoma State has kind of separated themselves, and them and TCU at the top, uh, you know, of, of this league right now. A lot of work in front of them. I, I don't know that it's uh, accomplished uh, a goal that they can accomplish at this point. Um, you know, injuries have something to do with it, but just 
not being able to get some of the breaks uh, that you that you look for in baseball, and they're they're struggling a little bit on that side of things. So, you know, and the chances of them going in and to Globe Life Field and, and winning that conference tournament, I would say, are probably pretty slim for the Bears right now. I know baseball is a weird sport, and as far as like you know your rotations and your day to day work, but how important or beneficial is having the break right now for Baylor? Is that does that a factor at all? I mean, with the oh, injuries, it just depends and everything? on it. Just depends on if if it's a if it's a break that's going to let you get a couple of arms back from your bullpen or right. or every, to your starting rotation. Which I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know where their injuries They're are. So short in the pin, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where their injuries are. I don't know if that's even accomplishable. So you know, having a break in baseball, a day off sometimes is okay, but an elongated break in baseball is probably players not the best like thing. It. No, well, probably not the best like thing right. because you get out of that rhythm mm -hmm. uh, that you like to be at the plate. Now, at the end of the day, is it, is it good maybe for them just to get away from baseball, not pick up a bat, not throw for a couple three days? Yeah, it probably doesn't hurt. Uh, but players like to play. They don't like to practice. They like to play. Uh, <laughs> that's just the way it is. But you know, when look, it's a the, the game is a crazy game. I was looking yesterday uh, and noticed that that Oklahoma State swept Texas. How did they sweep Texas? They scored ten runs in one inning. What? Ten runs in one inning. I think it was the sixth or the seventh inning in Austin. And they end up sweeping Texas. Now, Texas was your preseason number one team in the country. Yeah, they're reeling, though. They haven't been playing very well. Nope. They're 31-16, and 16, but they're 9-9 nine and nine in the conference. They are in sixth place in the conference. This was a team that was the preseason number one team in the country, and they're sixth in the league. So, it, it, look, it's a, it's a crazy game. And, again, I know that they've – you know, they have a uh, – one of their starting pitchers went down, but that's not the whole story. Well, it, they, they've had several injuries and a couple of injuries in the outfield as well. I mean, they, they've kind of struggled on the injury side of things. And, look, a lot of that number one is because everybody wanted Texas to be Texas again mm -hmm. in baseball. Yeah. But I guess the point is they're not as good as no. what, uh, is no, what some thought, thought they were going to be. Not even close. Now, can so. they make a run at this thing? Who knows? I, I don't think they can because I don't think that they're healthy enough. I don't know how many – I don't know the in, any injuries they have right now. Uh, maybe – but baseball is a crazy sport in that you've just got to put yourself in a position. Once you're in that position, then, as Ward said, you, you, can, you can do anything. I mean, but you've got to play well enough to be in position. And right now, it, it's, it's going to take, take a great effort. Uh Again, they're probably going to go have to go win the Big 12 tournament in order to get there and and put themselves in that position because at five and thirteen in the league, you know, uh, in in six games to yeah, play, do you, do you have enough confidence in that? No, no. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and, I, and that's not just throwing that over toward the Bears. I mean, if if you take any team and say you've got to win your conference tournament to get into the NCAA playoffs. I I don't have a whole lot of confidence in that happening. No, you got to go win four games, and, and, and but I, but look, we've see, we've seen it happen. You've seen the Kansases and the Kansas States at least get to the finals. I mean, you've seen it, but it's it, it's it's a tough ask. It's a rarity so, in a situation. <laughs> this is shooting the long shot, but 
if Oklahoma State goes into that series with Baylor and already has it locked up, no. do they put their starters out there? Absolutely, oh, they yeah. play. It's Baseball's this is baseball. This is this is baseball. Yeah, they're they're playing. I mean, you're playing your people. Now, do you maybe go get some people at the back end of the pen a, a little work because you just want to get them about more? It's like your pitchers. Maybe, but for the they're going to play to win the series. You can write that down because baseball is so much about momentum and rhythm. It, you just want to go play and you you know just get in a rhythm and, and go win. So. We'll see. All right, uh, 827. We're 27 after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, speaking of baseball, coming up this uh, coming up this afternoon on the John Moore Show, John is going to have Mike Taylor, Baylor's assistant coach, on during the 3 o'clock hour. So baseball assistant coach Mike Taylor on the uh, John Moore Show that's coming up at 3. Matt Mosley will be here at 4. That's the lineup for you here on this, uh, on this Monday morning. It's 827. We're right back with more in just a moment. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Recently on the John Moore Show. Greedy Carter, our guest, one of Baylor's all-time greats, now back as Baylor's uh, Director of Player Development on Scott Drew's staff. Oh, man, I'm, I'm just thankful. It, it means a lot. Um, you know how much I love Baylor. Baylor know how much I love them. You know, um, and I always say, man, Baylor helped me out in so many ways, you know, and to, to help me grow up, to help me be a better husband, to help me be a better father um, for my kids. Um, you know, a better person. It's just to, to be able to come back and, and coach with Baylor after they gave so much to you, you know, um, it's just a huge honor and I'm just blessed. It was a blessing to, 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 to play for Baylor and to be here now, man, it's just huge. And I'm just thankful to be in this position and talking to you about oh, this right now. That's great. Well, you know, we all feel the same way. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access 
to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. After the draft, three Baylor players have reportedly agreed to free agent terms with NFL teams. Raleigh Tejada with Green Bay, Jaron McVay with the Rams, and Abram Smith with the Saints. With an 11-7 decision, Baylor salvaged one game of their three-game conference series at home against Texas Tech. The Bears return to the Diamond tomorrow to entertain Tarleton. Iowa State took the softball series with Baylor with a 6-1 win on Sunday. The final home game for Baylor softball will be this Friday when they host Texas. The Rangers took two of three from the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves with a 7-3 win yesterday. They take the day off to travel to Philadelphia for a two-game set. The Dallas Mavericks are one of eight teams left in the NBA. NBA postseason. They start their second round series tonight in Phoenix. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. Day 31, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You want to join us? We'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. Those are the, uh, that's how you can reach us, or you can call us at 254-662-1660. All right, we move to the Western Conference semifinals tonight. It's the Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. Who do we like in the series and why? Oh, well, this is a coin flip. I, are, are they that evenly matched? Yeah, I think with, so. With Devin Booker not healthy, they are. If Devin Booker was playing uh, the Suns in five. Really? Yeah. I think the Suns, with, with Devin Booker, were my front runner to win, the, win it all. I think they have a really tremendous team. Uh, they have the right pieces at every position, and they have a little bit of depth. Uh, but without Devin Booker, I think that it really, especially when – you got to try to contain Luca and Dinwiddie in them. That's going to be very difficult. Last three matchups have gone to the Suns in regular season play. Not surprised. So, you what what do the Mavs have to do to put themselves in a position to win this series? Then they got to protect the home floor. I know they're starting on the road, but they've got to they they have got to win at home. Yeah. And if they can win at home, they'll give themselves a chance to steal one on the road. And that's all they have to do is just be able to steal one. And so if they do that, they can win this series. It's a big ask. But very big. But but they can do it. You're also gonna have to control the paint. I mean, that that's gonna be crucial in this series. Luca has to be big, obviously. 24, 25 points. Yeah, but I don't think you can put it all on him in a series like this. I mean, you're going to have to be able to spread the ball a little bit. I mean, you, you want him to be your best player on the floor. There's no doubt about it. But he's going to have to get some residual help from somebody to make this thing work against a team like the Suns. Devin Booker's hamstring not going to allow him to play? He's not playing. I, I, you know, no, th- he's not playing. No, not at all. Pull a hammy what against the Pelicans? 
It was about game three, yeah. And yeah, he missed game three through five. But you don't think he'll be healthy enough to to get on the floor late in this series? Maybe I, they'll probably treat Devin. The Suns will probably treat Devin Booker in this series very similar to how Dallas handled Luca against the Jazz, where you you take care of business at home. If you get in a situation, you try to steal one on the road. But Ward brings up a very good point. Dallas can't afford to have that happen. But if you go back home and it's game four or five, and you're in a tight one, yeah, maybe throw Booker back out there. It's still the deal. I don't think Dallas gets past the Suns. Uh, that's where that's where I was going. I next. don't think so. Is this is this the end of the ride for the the Mavs? I think it is, and you call it a success. Oh and yeah, there's no build doubt. off of it. I this mean, is gravy for absolutely. the Mavericks. Yeah, this is the, one of the best things that's happened to them in quite some time, and all you can do is just build on it. But I, I think that Phoenix right now is too much for Dallas. I, I'm a little confused why a second round exit would be considered. Because the Mavericks are not – they're not ready. They're not built yet to make a run at the NBA championship. They're just not. I don't think anybody expected them to win a first-round series. Yeah, winning the first-round series is is huge for this franchise. It's a step in the right direction. It's absolutely moving in the right direction. Now, you know, if they if somehow they can shock Phoenix and, and look, with Booker out, if they it's can – It's possible. It's possible. It's, 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 it's very possible. Then there's – Certainly a, a building block for this franchise. I think even if they could push them a little bit, like like force it to game six or something and get beat, I think that's still very positive. Oh, I think Dallas. so. I think anything anything good from here on out is a positive for this franchise. The best thing was getting rid of Porzingis. I never liked bringing him over. It was no. not a good fit. He and was you an anchor. see what getting rid of him did. Yeah, it opened up the floor and it made them move faster. Absolutely. So is it is Golden State then the best team in the West? Mm. Uh, is it Golden State in Milwaukee? I, I still think, I still think the Suns can find their way into it. Honestly, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it, it, it again. It depends on if Devin Booker can get back or not. Yeah, I, but I think Devin will make his way back, and I still it, think you see the Suns possibly. But you never know with a hamstring. That's a good point, but. Hamstring's a different in, in, injury, especially up and down the floor in basketball. You just never know how healthy he's going to be from here on out. That's the point. I mean, you don't know when that hamstring is is a hundred percent. You just don't, or even eighty percent. It'll never be a hundred percent for him the rest of the yeah. rest of this series, and that's why I don't I don't think that you know they're going to be able to make a run at this thing. I think it's probably Golden State. I still like Boston. They have a chance, especially with uh, Joel Embiid suffering mm-hmm. the the orbital injury. Mm-hmm. I think that opens the things opens the path up for Boston a little bit. They have a good nucleus. I would like to see it. I just, as far as like when we were talking the other day, and you were said they were the best team in the playoff at the moment. I don't. I think they have the possibility, the capability of being, mm-hmm. but I, I still think that was just a a great matchup for them. And obviously, they left too much energy on the floor. I think that series took a lot out of them, which is why you see them drop that first round yeah, game. Yeah, they didn't have they they were not moving around oh, not like like you saw them in that last series at all yesterday. All right, so tonight, now are you staying up and watching this? I'm watching hockey. Excuse me. NHL playoffs start tonight. I'm watching hockey. Are the You you're picking the Stars over the Mavericks. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Are they? Are the? Do the stars have a chance? No. Well, though, I bet. So 
They're not no. playing the Avalanche. They're playing Calgary. Doesn't Calgary matter. is look. They, I think that they can push them. I don't know if they can beat them, but they get swept. They don't get swept. Come on. <laughs> well, it, it's it's. It, they're, they're, they're going to lose 34 to nothing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> 34, <laughs> 34 to nothing. <laughs> well, it's, it's because of a lack of wing play. Their wing play is – is. Well, they put it. an auditor Stop out there, it. they might. Stop it. <laughs> they got to get better wing play, Garrett. Stop I mean, it. it's – No, you got Jason Robertson. He's, he's got you locked down. Yeah, position. I forgot about Jason. <laughs> oh, boy. Hockey. Hockey. It's going down tonight. <clears throat> Do you – are you? I mean, then why aren't you wearing like your stars, the stars sweater play tomorrow? And, and didn't you like the fact that I knew what it was called? It's not called a jersey; it's called a sweater. I'll, I might. I don't know. The, the but it's, it's a, a jersey. Warm. It's a little warm for the sweater, but I might rock the t-shirt tomorrow. Even if they lose, no, they're going to play, play tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, they, they play, play tonight. tomorrow. Okay, yeah. he's watching. Saying. He's watching residual playoff. I'll, I'll probably watch the Bruins tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're. It's he's not a true the, hockey fan now. I'm telling you. I think I've watched every team in NHL. I'll just I'll get lost on ESPN Plus. Do you flipping. have that NH? I was gonna say, do you have that NHL Plus no, package I mean, I or whatever? That, dude, there's so many games on ESPN Plus. I'll just flip through there, and then if you're on a computer, I just open up like multiple tabs and just flip back and forth. Have you ever Something sat wrong. through no a hockey game on television? Hey, no, not on television. I, I would well, tell I, you, I take that back. When I they were when back. the Stars are making that that run for the, the Stanley Cup, when they won the Stanley yes, Cup, I, I I sat there and watched, but I didn't. I I'll be honest, I didn't watch the whole game. I just kind of was in and out. Yeah, tuned in and out. No, man, I I did. I watched it. I'm not kidding. I watch it. And I'm like, you know, I don't know what I'm really watching. That and then the Olympics. I, I'll watch the U.S. team in the Olympics. I, no. I, I don't know what I'm watching for other than the, you know, the If they're in the championship, the maybe I'll try to have it on on one of the TVs, but I'm not sitting down and watching it. That's there was, not going to do it. There was a great, you know, like ESPN uh, Sports Center will do those little features where they do like the short stories. Mm-hmm. They did one last night. Like 30 for 30 or whatever? In a, in a sense, but it's, a little, it's shorter, shorter than that. Yeah. And they did one. It was called uh, Smile last night, and it was about all the hockey players getting their teeth knocked out with the pucks and the oh. dentistry. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Don't they wear helmets with the with the Clear. Some, some of them do. Some don't still. Some don't. A lot of them don't, honestly. But yeah, you can catch one to the face real quick. Telling you, man, if I'm out there, I got a helmet on. <laughs> I'm wearing the full. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not catching yeah, the I got the, the full mill deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the stars, you think their wing play is going to be good enough to get them? Definitely will. <laughs> Definitely will. Ward, what do you think about their wing play? I don't have a clue. <laughs> just got to get Jamie Ben rolling, let him knock oh, somebody out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I was just thinking about old Jamie. And, and I like my wings <laughs> with lemon pepper on That's there what you I know. Save <laughs> 41. Do you know the game of hockey? I mean, when did you when did you become? I've, I've, I've always known you for kind a while. of been tuned into it, but I've checked out and I picked it back up a few months ago and I've really invested myself into it. So this is how does a big dude like you all of a sudden get involved in hockey? I mean, yeah. I, I figured you're like digging through everybody's offensive line and defensive line and trying to figure out. No, I mean, I I don't know. It's just fast paced. It's fun. There's a lot of contact. You can fight. It's there's a lot of energy, there's no man. scoring. It's scoring. That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it does not. It's the only way you win. Oh, no. wait. I take that back. See, you you can lose points. and get points. And yes. Exactly. Yes. That's why hockey's dumb. No, it's, it's not. It's based off of points. No, it's not. I was surprised. The last team from Canada to win the Stanley Cup was the Montreal Canadiens in 1992. Because they've all migrated down south. Maybe so. But you have the best American player, Austin Matthews, who's playing for Toronto. Huh. How about that? 
But I mean, you got teams That's in Nashville. That's way too much hockey re- research. <laughs> Wait, I'm just. I mean, Nashville's got a team. Dallas has got a team. You got. You Dude, know, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning have won three straight. Yeah. Where, where did Tampa Bay come from? Because these are all move-ins, right? I have no idea. Probably Hart or uh, Tampa Bay Lightning's been there for a long time. Like Dallas came from Minnesota. Yeah. They might have been the Wavers. Yeah, I think they were forty years ago. I get it, but I mean, they made the move. I mean, they're all they're all move-ins. Hockey, <laughs> you know, we had hockey around here a hundred years ago with with Belton and and, and the Wizards and Waco Wizards. Yeah. yeah, Central Texas. What were they? Ward Central Texas. They weren't. Were they the Stampede? Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember the the league name. Austin Ice Bats. I mean, yeah. you, know, you had you had, you had the, Fort Worth with their right Fort Worth Panthers. Yeah, I mean, you had you had all these little minor league teams and in, in leagues and anyway. All right, eight forty three. I mean, he he always throws us a curveball. No, I'm, to, I'm not going to watch the playoffs. I'm going to watch hockey. Watch the real playoffs. That's not. Mm. See, I'm a Boston Bruins fan. You're going to pass up the Mavs for a hockey team that's not even your hockey team. That's right, probably. More entertaining. More entertaining. Than the NBA, yeah. Of course, Absolutely. That, what's what's the Suns and the Mavs don't, I, what, 9 or 10 o'clock tonight? 9 o'clock. It's going to be a late one. Yeah. See, I might catch, like, the, the first quarter and pass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on my left side going, what's the score? <laughs> All right. Hey, if you want to sell your home, you could do it in five days or less. The brokerage house guarantees they're going to sell your home in five days or less or they're going to buy it for a price that you and the brokerage house agree upon before you list your home. It's that simple. The brokerage house has a uh, has a great program. Aaron Ryan and his and his group at the brokerage house realtors have a program that uh, it, it's it's a proven marketing system that is going to generate offers above market value on your home plus create uh, multiple offers on your home. You need more information? It's real simple to do. You can go to uh, 5 days to sold.com. That's 5daystosold.com or call Aaron Ryan at 817-812-2978. That's 817-812-2978. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. We are now joined by Crystal Conti from University of Texas, the athletic director. And, Chris, I'm just glad you were able to hear some of the Baylor sports beat. Did you get any good intel from being on hold there? Let me regurgitate. You got track meet this weekend. You got spring game this weekend. You got opening <laughs> game at TCU. You got baseball down here. I think I got you covered. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Comic Book Day returns in full splendor for 2022 at Bankston's. Join Bankston's in celebrating their 21st year of Free Comic Book Day on May 7th. There will be over 20,000 free comics for everyone. DJ Versatile, local artist, and the best of all free comics. With over 75 different titles, this is sure to be the best free comic book day yet. Everyone gets 25 comics this year, and if you dress up in cosplay, you'll get an additional five comics free. Visit FreeComicBookDay.com for more information. Bankston's is your place for fun in Waco. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Wake Hole Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month, the Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Wake Hole Tacos in downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. After the draft, three Baylor players have reportedly agreed to free agent terms with NFL teams. Raleigh Tejada with Green Bay, Jaron McVay with the Rams, and Abram Smith with the Saints. With an 11-7 decision, Baylor salvaged one game of their three-game conference series at home against Texas Tech. The Bears return to the Diamond tomorrow to entertain Tarleton. Iowa State took the softball series with Baylor with a 6-1 win on Sunday. The final home game for Baylor softball will be this Friday when they host Texas. The Rangers took two of three from the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves with a 7-3 win yesterday. They take the day off to travel to Philadelphia for a two-game set. The Dallas Mavericks are one of eight teams left in the NBA postseason they start their second round series tonight in phoenix sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas time for the grand bag on game time it's 8 50 10 away from nine this is game time here on espn central texas tom ward garrett we're glad you're with us let's talk a little football here on the uh, on the grab bag i'm curious guys so uh former baylor player Jeff Ireland who is the assistant general manager of the New Orleans Saints is there is there a tie there between 
Abram Smith and his deal with with the Saints, with Jeff Ireland being a former Baylor guy. And Jeff, I believe, was here on Pro Day. He was here, yeah. I think it definitely becomes a factor. And I don't think Abram gets that money if Ireland isn't involved. I think you see it be a situation where uh, some of these other guys who have who were picked up as unrestricted free agents who have gone to these teams and are getting an opportunity, but they're not getting any money on the table. I think that connection definitely went in uh, Abrams' been, uh, favor. Probably so. I I don't know. I mean, it, it, in this landscape, it may have helped him some, but, I mean, that's that's where NFL play, teams are. I mean, they try to find those those little bit of bargains wherever they can, and they're they're gonna give them a little bit of change just to kind of enhance that and and keep them engaged as much as they possibly can. Well, the fact that Jeff Ireland got eyeballs on Abram Smith, I guess, is kind of where I was headed with this. Oh thing. yeah, there's so no doubt. Yeah, and look, most of these guys were scouts, you know, obviously, but uh, you know, there's a member of management here uh, on on pro day, so found that interesting. Is there any scenario at all where? Abram Smith reverts back to defense. Good. Yeah. Could. Definitely. Absolutely could. I mean, and that's what I was talking about, his versatility. That guy's a football player. Yeah. I mean, he is a flat-out football player. I uh, mean, definitely if you get him on special teams to cut him loose to make some hits. Oh, that's yeah. definitely where he could make yeah. his bank. <laughs> well, you know, nobody really wanted to tackle him because it wasn't a whole lot of fun. I mean, he, he when you talk about somebody going downhill, he was when he was running with the football, he was somebody who was going downhill. And, and yeah, I think I think he could go over to the other side of the football. I mean, I think he has that skill set that he could do either one, uh, depending on what they need. Right. So we'll I think he's a special teams player in the NFL. Definitely. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's a starter defensively or offensively. Mm-mm. Can you make a roster in today's yes NFL where? The dollars are such that, I mean, can you make a roster as just a special teams player? Oh, yeah. yeah. You see people do it all the time. I think you need those guys. You got to have them. I I just thought most of these guys, most of the backups were the guys that were going out on special teams. Uh, Sometimes you see some teams, well, they'll put their starters out there. Like, like, you know, your starting receiver or whatever to go down or – it just really depends on the, the situation. Well, it also depends on what you think about that third phase of the game, which is special teams. I mean, if you are a huge believer in special teams, then you think it's just as important as offense and defense, and you and you play your best players. Mm-hmm. Some do, some don't. I mean, yeah. there, and there's guys that really don't care much about special teams. So, I mean, and then there's guys that you know think that it's the most important thing going is is field position. You know, in preventing field position or earning field position with your special teams play. Right. Uh, so, I guess it depends on, on what you think. How about the Georgia Bulldogs? Uh, if you played Georgia, you were playing an NFL football team, weren't you? I mean, they have 15 <laughs> NFL draft picks, five first-round picks on the defensive side of the football. They were loaded. Uh, I would have loved to seen that Georgia defense go up against that 2020 LSU offense, that 2019 LSU offense. That would, I mean, that would have been insane to watch those two go at it. Will we see a football team now with with the portal? Will we see a football team now develop five first round draft picks on one side of the ball? Ooh, that's uh, I don't know with the portal. I don't I don't know no because. That didn't happen overnight, guys. That that was a that was a group of guys. It, it developed. 
Yeah, those were the Do guys. We, who, we don't. The, 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 the developing thing is gone now, isn't it? With with the portal, because players are like, if I'm not playing now, I'm out of here. That'll all change. Also, I hope. Also, thinks it, think it depends on your scenario and your situation. I mean, I, you're like, not going to have the Alabamas and Georgias and, and teams like that losing as many players out of the portal as you are the other teams. It's just I, not. You're you not see a lot of those guys. Yeah, but you're not going to see as not many. Their, main stars but there's a lot of guys that build mm. from those programs yeah but not as not as many as the other programs i don't know man you got a chance to win a ring i'm sticking around but that's, that's not you that's but that's not, not the way it is anymore it's can i play what is what's for me it's about me i, I just don't think you're going to see as many the rich are going to get richer and the poor are going to get poorer because even even the second tier guys are going to get some nil money at those schools not going to get it anywhere else. But NIL is going to change the game completely across the board. Okay, but you can go there. Do what, you could pull a Quinn Ewers, and you can go get your NIL money you and then roll out <laughs> and and get another payday somewhere you, else. You could. I think. You, I mean, that's what you'll see more often. I mean, Alabama had multiple players transfer out this year. Their running back went to SMU. Mm. You had uh, both. I can't remember, but. They've had players go. I think you're going to see. Well, I didn't the say board. they're not going to have players go, but you're not going to see as many because the, the you depth, might see more though. I, I don't think so. If you can't get on look, the field, but those teams are winning national championships because they have a depth chart. I know, but I, trust me, that's I know that I know that. But I think I don't know. I, I I think just me. I think guys that can't get on the field immediately are shopping themselves, and, and it's unfortunate. That's because we're a soft society. I, I couldn't agree with you more, but I, I think know. it's happening. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Hey, I'm all for it. You go get your money. Somebody's going to pay you. Take it. I'm for that. That's, somebody's if somebody's that's willing to wrong. throw the money at hell. That's America. But there's something that's wrong. We're missing, and that's what's wrong with us. Yeah, I know. We're, we're <laughs> the, the word commitment is gone from and, our vocab. And, yep, and it's awful. Yeah, it is. And I'm talking both sides now. I know we got to go. Hey, that's going to do it I mean, for us. You know, look, if you want to – oh, never mind. I'll yeah, no, go ahead. I'll no, no, we'll, 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 go ahead. Hurry. Well, yeah, look, you're getting paid to go to school anyway because that education is worth a ton. And don't tell me a scholarship is not worth it. If, if the only reason why you're going for NIL, I probably don't want you on my team anyway. And I love the NCAA commercial that says the majority of these players are going pro in something other than sports. Absolutely. All right, 856, we're out of here. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.